You have reached Carolina Living Insurance, an independent insurance agency. Carolina Living Insurance, this is Jared speaking. How can I help you? Jared, it's Joey Gingola. Hey, Joey, how's it going? Good, how you doing, sir? Doing wonderful. This is insurance in your own words from the people who are living and breathing it every day and are struggling to figure out where this industry is going and what they need to do to stay ahead. Hosted by me, Joey Gingola. Let's get into it. Yeah, I don't know if it's a crisis as much as a, I would like to be more. Be more? <laughs> Have more? <laughs> I mean, I'm a gearhead, so when you see stuff, you're like, man, I want a new drone, and I want a new DLSR, and I want new microphones. But at the same time, it's like, I haven't put out a video since mid-December, so it's like, uh, put out the one you just recorded, Jared, and then worry about your gear. Well, I mean, definitely get that video out, but I mean, you can worry about the gear a little bit. That was my buddy, Jared Bellman of Carolina Living Insurance in lovely Hendersonville, North Carolina. And Jared is talking about, well, hey, video gear and his kind of overall emotions about it. And okay, yes, the gear might be important. Um, and you might want it and you might think you need it, but maybe you don't, maybe you do. I don't know. It's up to you it's getting weird it's like a dr seuss thing i'm rhyming tonight the the point is is that yes you might be fascinated by seeing what people have what they're using to create however um you know it's not ultimately what's going to make or break the process for you but what jared said before that is you know he wants to do more and doing more is really the most important part. It's, can you do more? Do you want to do more? Jared just wants to do different things. He thinks that the gear might enable him to maybe do some of those things in a more fascinating and captivating way, if you will. But that's it, right? It's not just about the gear. It's gotta be about a lot more. The strategy, the purpose, the mission, everything that you hope the gear will allow you to accomplish. I mean, it is it is important. Now we're talking video gear, and Jared is, if I just may real quick, he is one of the few putting in the work. I mean, doing the work pretty consistently. Uh, even if he did steal the, the name of his video series from you know Ryan and I's podcast, uh, The New Kitchen Table, I'm not, I, I, I appreciate, I applaud the, the, um, the ingenuity there, Jared, I, I appreciate that because as Ryan likes to say, the best marketers steal. And, you know, it's good. You're at a table. I would like to see it be a rectangular table, not a round table, but, you know, you can't have everything in life. But the, you are at a table nonetheless, sir, and you are talking about insurance at a kitchen table on the internet. It is fantastic. And I could not have dreamed of a better scenario. And so Jared is making do with what he has, mainly because he doesn't really necessarily feel justified in buying something new yet. And that's where I think my rub is, is that it's, I haven't gotten my 
return on investment of what I'm already doing. And my mindset is to spend more time doing more industry focused videos as in be the expert and be able to use these videos to sell and not just have a nice video. Does that make sense? It does make sense, Jared. It, it makes a lot of sense actually. And okay, well, here's the thing. Jared hasn't seen the ROI yet on his videos and nor necessarily should he and nor necessarily should he be all that worried about it. Now, if you if you aren't subscribed to the Agency Nation YouTube channel, get over there. I uh, just released my video yesterday. Um, don't give up. SEO takes time and it's worth it. So go watch that video over on YouTube, uh, mainly talking about this, right? You get to a point where you're, in Jared's case, this call was recorded right after the new year, January 4th, I want to say. Uh, and he's, you know, January, February, March, April. He's four, maybe five, six months into the thing. Um, and he hasn't necessarily seen the ROI yet. And as we established in the video, that it takes time for SEO to work. I mean, six months being the absolute best case scenario if you hit the nail on the head with, you know, already an existing catalog of content on the internet to where you might actually see results. Okay, great. So, of course, it makes sense that Jared necessarily hasn't seen the ROI on his video efforts already, but it is a bit of a crossroads, if you will. Um, because I mean, if he, if he's if 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 you think if you if Jared if if you think that you've developed the habit and it's solid enough to where the thing's getting done on a regular basis, then I mean, if you're in it for the long haul, you know whether whether the you know whether the videos have you know generated enough business revenue whatever to justify an upgrade. I don't know that's that's necessarily relevant at this juncture because if you're going to stick with it. You know, only continuing to improve the gear is only going to continue to improve your chances of getting a higher, better, quicker, faster return on that investment. My personal opinion. Now, you don't necessarily need to do that. You can keep swinging for the fences with, you know, your cell phone, with your iPhone, with your Android phone, um, and you can probably make some pretty solid videos. I mean, it's not. I mean, actually, you can make some really good videos. I know Jared is, I'm pretty sure that's what he's using. I think he's got a, a Note 8, maybe, Samsung Note 8. Jared, I'm sorry. I don't remember your cell phone of choice. That is my, um, that's my fault. Just a bad friend, really. I should have this in a spreadsheet of some, some sorts, just knowing exactly who's using what gear all the time. Uh, but I do apologize, but I, he's using, I believe a cell phone. He's got it. He, he went and bought a, a nice lav mic. So the audio is good. Very important. Uh, there are just a few key pieces of gear that you cannot, you know, get out of that you have to buy no matter what. There's no really getting around it. Um, definitely a microphone is one of them. If you're making videos, please buy a microphone and part two of that plea public service announcement don't buy a good microphone and stand 50 feet away from it, please. It's going to sound terrible. You can buy a $500 microphone. Uh, if you stand 50 feet away from it, it's going to suck. Please don't do that. 
buy a good microphone or a decent microphone or even a cheap microphone and just talk really close to it. I mean, get really intimately close to it like you kind of want to take it on a date close to it. I mean, just know every nook and cranny of it because you're like right now, I'm almost eating the microphone that I am talking to you out of. It actually just moved closer to me. It's coming in. It's making a move. I'm not sure what's happening. You got to get close to the thing, right? And you can't be afraid of it. So that is just if we're just getting really, really, really practical for the moment. I just because I hear so I just see so many videos of everybody, um, you know, they're they've got their gear and they might have bought a microphone, but they're just standing halfway across the room for no reason. And I don't know what's happening. I don't know what's happening. But no matter what, you just you got to get things out the door. That being said, I just want to, like, I just want to put stuff out. So if it's just a camera and a lavalier microphone and a tiny tripod, then let's do it. You know, <laughs> just doing it and getting it out and then we'll see. So for me, I'm like two grand on new equipment is not necessary. Wanted, but not necessary. Now we might've established some of that already, but it's, it's all right. But all right. Yes. Okay. Not, you know, not warranted, but, or, you know, not necessary, but wanted as Jared said, not, not necessary but wanted he just wants to put stuff out if that is with his i forgot the tiny tripod if that is with his his cell phone his lav mic and his tiny tripod jared i don't know i mean does the size really matter on a tripod i mean if you had a big tripod would you feel any better about yourself not entirely sure you just have to put stuff out right and like i said at the beginning of the show you know the gear matters it does but if you haven't developed that habit, that routine to actually do the thing, then it doesn't matter, right? That's the most important thing. And maybe, maybe, just maybe, you test yourself, right? Maybe, maybe you say, listen, I'm, if I put out six months of videos, if I hit a video every week or whatever your frequency is that you've defined that you want to actually make happen, and you do that, and you're like, hey, I'm going to reward myself for, you know, basically, honoring that commitment. I've actually learned, I've, I've built a sustainable habit on how to create this stuff. I'm going to go ahead and buy myself. Maybe it's not all the gear. Maybe it's just a piece of gear, right? One little thing here, one little thing there. I, I know there's really no getting around buying just a big, nice new camera, but you know, prove to yourself that you're going to make it a priority. Now I will also say too, there is nothing like putting a little skin in the game to keep you motivated, right? You know, if you're financially committed to this thing, you're going to have a little more incentive to get it done. And, you know, for the longest time, I've always, I always recommended, you know, just a 70, I think it's even cheaper, like $59 webcam Logitech C920. I always recommended that just out of practicality, ease of use. Uh, It's plugged into your computer. It's always ready to go within two clicks. It's up running, producing relatively decent looking HD video. And when you're done with it, by the way, it's already on your computer, so you don't even have to transfer files, which, by the way, is still one of the things that I hate the most about using an actual DSLR camera is that I will have to kill 20, 30 minutes uh, transferring files, depending on how many I actually have, how much footage I have, and oh, by the way, if I have to actually go record more stuff just for the vlog that I did uh, yesterday, I know I transferred files like four or five different occasions because it's like, oh, I need to go record this. I need to say that. I'm an idiot here. All of those things. And it just was just, uh, you know, just a back and forth of just disgustingness. And so again, you know, like I said, in that video, 
a hundred videos. I don't know the exact number, but a lot of videos. I mean, actually probably all of my videos. actually now that I think about it, like 200 videos with a webcam. Uh, yeah, a lot of videos with a webcam. And so the gear doesn't matter, right? The gear doesn't matter. It does and it doesn't, right? And I did a video, I'm trying to think, when was this back? It was, what's your speed of urgency? I think it was back in, actually right around this time that I was talking to Jared, because it was a big hot topic. We were kind of all over the, the video gear all the time sort of thing. We tend to get carried away with it from time. It's just a lot of fun, okay? It's a lot of fun. I like stuff. Like, I like, I like, I like, I like all that stuff. Microphones and, I don't know, speakers. It's all my thing, right? It's all my thing doesn't have to be your thing. Not saying it does. I'm just saying I like those things. So anyways, speed of urgency. Here's the thing, right? If let's just say it's the, the year is 1992 and the yellow pages comes walking through your door and says, we want $2,000, I guess for the year or forever. And we're going to put your ad in front of thousands of people and they can see it whenever they want. Whenever they're asking a question about insurance, you're going to pop up and they're going to actually see you talking. We just want $2,000. <laughs> I've never actually, I've just, I'm, I'm, I'm gathering my thoughts on this because I've never actually said it in that way before. That's ridiculous, right? That's so ridiculous. You gave them that much money for a little square smash between literally thousands of pages, like the thinnest paper in the world. And you gave them more than $2,000. You might've gave them two grand a month for a little square smash between thousands of pages. I need a moment here. I need to, I need to collect myself. So it's all about, I'm, I, the pendulum is keeps swinging. As you can see, this is quite the internal struggle. The point is we need to stop looking at it as a $2,000 expense on a video camera. Yeah, technically that's what it is, but it's what does the video camera enable you to do? It enables you to reach a ton of freaking people and do it like so easily and so effectively delivering your message on platforms that are free to use. Nobody is charging you to have your video posted or listed in these services. And much like when they went to the yellow pages and flipped to the insurance section, there's a pretty good chance that there's nobody else that's going to be around you because they didn't create the video. They didn't invest the two grand. They didn't do whatever. Now, again, you can do the same thing. The same results are achieved with the cell phone and the tripod. Please disclaimer. I guess what my point is gear, no gear. Let's just give it the respect that it deserves, what it has the potential to be. And the reason that we don't much like everything else, the reason that we don't is in the second clip that Jared said is that he hasn't seen the return on the investment. We haven't put the work in. It's not like buying an ad in the Yellow Pages where the one thing that they did have is that you gave them your money today and the book was out in two or three months. And guess what? You could see it's in there and that's all you needed, right? Hey, I've done my job. I washed my hands of this marketing thing. I'm spectacular. That's not what happens with video. That's not what happens with video gear. But if we can all just please upgrade a gear, cell phone gear, it doesn't matter. You got to do the work and give it the respect that it deserves. Mm -hmm.
not really sure where this falls on the list of social faux pas. Uh, however, I do encounter it. I don't know what I would say frequently, but when I do, man, I mean, I do like a double take almost. It's more like, in this case, a double smell. And do you ever encounter people that smell like their laundry detergent? Like, like a pungent, just potent, right in the face. You wash with gain, and I can smell it. There's no denying it, no getting around it. It's burning my nose. I can smell your laundry detergent. I feel like, one, it's partially Gain's fault. I do think Gain's like one of the biggest offenders because I can I can sniff out a Gain user a mile away. Like, it's ridiculous. That stuff, I don't know, maybe I'm more sensitive to it. I think that's what my wife's parents used when they were, uh, when she was like growing up, like when we were dating, like I just, it was an aroma, you know, around, right? And she would actually like buy us like the Gain for like, Christmas gifts or whatever, like just some laundry detergent. Like we got it. No, we got to stop. We're all fleeing free and clear now, just in case anybody's wondering what kind of detergent happens in the Jingola household. It's all free and clear, mostly because kids and they, if they look at things, they're allergic to them. So, no chances there. Uh, I'm just curious though. You probably don't even notice it because it's like it's like does your house have a funny smell sort of thing? You just don't know it because it's too. It's just too much a part of you. And maybe we should all really just be be buddies for each other and just kind of go around and give a sniff once in a while. Just say, hey, you gotta get this under control because I think other people know. And I mean, of course, of course, there's much, much worse alternatives to, you know, not smelling like laundry detergent. However, I was at, uh, where was I at? I was at the uh, DC, Washington DC, Ronald Reagan Airport on my way to Albany a couple weeks ago. And the dude just pops down, like, you know, there was a buffer seat. It was me, seat, him, I think. I don't think we were sitting, I don't think we were right on top of each other, thigh to thigh, but he pops down. And I'm like, dude, I just, I'm trying to edit the vlog that I was doing. I was like, I don't need this. I don't need this distraction right now because it is all over the place. JoeyDanestination.com. Do you smell like your laundry detergent? Do you know if you smell like your laundry detergent? And do you smell other people's laundry detergents? And is it offending you? I'd like to know. Just let me know. If you would potentially like the opportunity to maybe be offended, not offended on a weekly basis, maybe bi-weekly, uh, subscribe to the Agency Nation newsletter. I actually, um, just recently, last couple weeks, uh, sending out, I, I, have, I, I got called up to the newsletter show, if you will, um, and uh, writing my Sunday musings, as some people call it, musings, I'm not sure, musings, I believe, is the way that I would like to say that word, um, every Sunday. Head on over to agencynation.com slash newsletter, and I'm sure I will write something that you might consider hitting the unsubscribe button, but it's always there. You can subscribe, unsubscribe as many times as you want. Obviously, every unsubscribe breaks a tiny part of me inside to a level that I will never fully understand, but agencynation.com slash newsletter.